0: Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're zooming in on the final verse of the three that close out Jesus' teaching, responding to the rich young ruler, teaching about worldly wealth, and then this, this just grand finale at a fireworks show comes up in verses 29, uh, 28, 29, and 30. And so the last few devotions have all been dedicated to these because there's a whole lot. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole lot of meat in these three verses. And so today we look at verse 30 but many who are first will be last, and the last first. The rich young ruler is what is, is sort of the one who played his part in all of eternity, not the way he hoped that he would, but by setting up this incredible te- this incredible teaching. The rich young ruler would have looked like he was first. He was wealthy, he had a great deal of possessions, and at least in his own estimation, he lived by and adhered to the law of God. In fact, he wanted to ask what he lacked because he felt like he didn't lack anything. What do I lack? Because I can't think of anything, <laughs> right? So tell me, Jesus, what other, what other brain busters do you have for me? What other hoops do I have to jump through in order to inherit eternal life? And then the response just levels him. He looked like he was in first, but he walked away sad. Fisherman dudes, like, Andrew and Peter had dropped their nets to follow Jesus and they would be the ones on thrones judging Israel. See the devotion from two days ago. The first would turn out to be actually last. If your whole life is devoted to the accumulation of worldly wealth and that's your Lord, that's your hope, You're going to find yourself, even if you are saved, it's going to be like one who's just spared from the flames. You will be last. Now, that's not a bad place to be, okay? Like, nobody in heaven envies or covets. Sin has been crucified forevermore. Satan has been destroyed because of what God has done through this life on earth. We will have a perfect eternity in heaven forevermore. There will never be another angelic rebellion. There will never be another sin. So there's no more coveting in heaven. But this affects life right now, doesn't it? It's almost like that's why it's in the Word of God, (laughs) because this is when, this right now, before you go to heaven, this is when it's pertinent that the first will be last there. It's a complete upending of the way we view society. Now the last will be first, which means then that if you have, in accordance with what took place in verse 29, left behind fields, left behind houses, left behind family members whom you love, if you have left all of that behind to follow Jesus, you're going to be rewarded a hundred times over that the sacrifices that we make in obedience to God's calling upon our lives are all taken into account in eternal scales, whose reward then is completely unfair in the best way imaginable from our perspective, that you would be rewarded a hundredfold and that it would last forevermore, that you would be last on earth, but you would be first forevermore. That's incredible grace. That you would be last on the earth. When you're scrolling through social media and you see your Facebook friends and you look at them and you remember what idiots they were in high school. And you're like, how in the world is that moron living in that house and driving that car and living that life? And I'm here doing this, right? Like, don't, don't let covetousness take hold, especially if you're here having answered God's calling on your life. This is where God called you to be. God's going to take care of you. But what matters infinitely more is eternity, heaven, after this life is completed. If your whole life is devoted to building up this temporary kingdom, then this whole life is pointless. But if this whole life is sacrificed for the gospel, you take up your cross to follow Jesus, you live not for yourself but for Him, then forevermore, a hundred times over, you are rewarded for the sacrifices that you make, Doesn't that even put like earthly blessings even in more perspective? Like, wow, God doesn't have to bless us at all in this life. Okay, the fact that, the fact that I'm sitting here wearing a sweater and a coat, all right, and I've got a heater above me, like, man, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, the, you didn't have to do that. That's a blessing. Okay, the fact that you get to live in the house that you live in, that you get to drive the car that you drive at all. Like, the, you know that your reward is in heaven. This is just the appetizer. These are just the hot wings, the celery sticks, the ranch dressing. The steak lasts forever. (laughs) So it makes you all the more grateful for any blessings that God gives you here in this earthly life because in heaven is where it matters more. If you're last here on earth, you're going to be first there, especially in this context, if you have made sacrifices to take up your cross to follow Jesus. The first will be last. And the last, first. Are you first where it doesn't matter and last where it matters forever? Or are you last where it doesn't matter, but first where it matters forever?